I'm in my zone. I'm in my zone. Breaking them as they come. Who crowned at number one? Welcome to another episode of In The Zone. I'm your host, Chris Broussard, and we got my man, Kenyon Martin, man. It's an honor to have you here thanks in The Zone. Me, thanks for uh, having Thanks me, for coming in. Um, you retired two years ago. Yeah. So what, what are you up to nowadays? This, um, <laughs> just trying to throw my hat in different things, man. Um, I want to get into coaching eventually. Really? But um, so right now. First, you'd like to do broadcasting? Yeah, broadcasting mm-hmm. a little bit, man. So I'm home more. Um, okay. I have a son that's in high school, 16. Um, Playing ball, okay. Um, so I, I, I want to be there for him yeah. through this process. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to be home a little more, man, to be around the kids and yeah. and being able to uh, go to my son's game and be in the gym with him and teaching him some of the stuff that I I've learned over the years. I'm saying okay. playing the game the right way and stuff like that. But so your son, what's his name? KJ, uh, K- it's Kenyon Kenyon, Kenyon. Jr. Okay. Yeah, he don't. He, he tells nobody his name is Kenyon. Does he not want to be like people to know? You know what I mean? I think so to a certain degree, but if you look at him, look you look at him walk, his mannerisms, yeah. it's great. There's another father out there who's got great sons. Yes, uh, Levar Ball, and he's been talking a lot. What do you think? I mean, he said some things. One that his son is better than Steph yeah. Curry, Lonzo Ball. As a parent in a similar position, yeah. what, what's your thought on that? Uh, there's nothing wrong with having confidence in your kid. And he has multiple boys that's yeah, yeah, yeah. good yeah, at the game it. of basketball. Yeah. Potential to be great, we don't know. But right now they're good. They're kids still. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. The key word in that phrase <laughs> is kids. Even Lonzo. Yeah, even he's a, still, still, yeah. still a kid. Yeah. So let them be kids. Mm-hmm. That pressure uh, uh, alone just from they, them wanting to make it. Yeah. Without dad being there, putting that pressure in the media and all of that, who's to say your son is going like he's a yeah. talent now? But who's to say mm-hmm. that it's going to translate into the NBA game? Everybody game from college, high school don't translate to college, and everybody mm-hmm. college game don't translate to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that he's going to be successful? Yeah, he can get in there and be a a bust. I hope. I hope not. I wish nothing but the best. I'm not going to speak ill of that man's child. Mm-hmm. I hope he plays well and then able to make it, but. There's only 450 jobs. Don't do that to them. I'm saying, like, and if it don't make it, then what? Yeah, yeah. If they don't, if if they not one and done, then what? So if they got to go to school for two years, they look at it as a failure. Mm -hmm. Do they be like, well, my dad said I was going to be one and done. Well, maybe I'm not good enough. That's a good point. I'm saying some people. It took me four years. I went to college for four years. I was the number one pick. Yeah. It might take that long. You never know. Everybody (laughs) is different. Everybody develops different. Everybody maturity process is different in basketball. The sun is good now, but I hope I hope it works. But I feel they setting all of them up for not failure, but making it that much harder for yeah, them. Yeah, extra pressure you put definitely, in. definitely. If you were in the league now, or when you know as a yeah. player in the league, when a guy like that comes in and he hasn't said anything mm-hmm. to his credit, yeah. Does that put a target on his back? Like, are some players think, particularly at that position, like, oh, we're going to show him or something? They're going to do it no matter what. They're going to do it if he if they's hyping him up or not, man. Mm-hmm. Like, when you tie them shoes up and you step on that court, guys going after your scalp. Listen, they want blood. <laughs> like, imagine him going out there in front of, in front of Russell Westbrook next year yeah. at that position. He ain't seen nothing like that. <laughs> Trust me. He ain't seen nothing like CP keep putting him in pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Like, he ain't seen that. Yeah. 
Like, he ain't seen some of the stuff. He ain't been out there on an island with James Harden at that position yet. Mm-hmm. You know, or Kyrie. Like, no, like, he, he, he hasn't been a part of that yet. So, therefore, you never know, man. Like, it could go all bad right away. It's comfy. He's getting there. And he's getting tortured every night. Or he might come to a situation where he's not getting that much playing time right away. Like, there's so many different scenarios that can play in there. Let it play out. Yeah. Let it play out as it may. We all wish nothing but the best for him. It's a kid. But let it play out and see how it goes from there. And then you can start the, yeah. the talks and or none to whatever it's going to be. Now you open, you open your mouth. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to put your foot in it. <laughs> There's another beef. Right? That's not a beef, but Shaq and JaVale McGee. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? Shaq and JaVale. Did you play with you, you play no, with JaVale? No, okay, no, he no. he wouldn't have made it on our team. <laughs> if he thinks Shaq is bothering him, he wouldn't have made it on our different teams. He would not have made it, man. Why not? Go ahead. We would have teased him. Just as bad as Shaq in the locker room and stuff. Like we was we played basketball, we was having fun, man. Yeah. Like myself, Melo, JR, then AI come, Chance. Like we had fun. Like nothing was exempt. Nothing was off nothing. topic, man. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Grow a set, <laughs> get some thick skin. And go out and hoop, man. It, but it, it crossed the line. I guess you can I was say. say well, do you see you where say, Shaq coming from? Yeah, yeah, you can say maybe. Like, I'm going to look at it both ways. Yeah, you can say Shaq beating the dead horse. You know what I'm saying? Okay. JaVale, like, okay, we get it. We, he, he is who he is. And you look at it at the other part, you, you've you given him material. Mm-hmm. You The ball go through the net, you on offense, <laughs> you're going to take the ball out. Like, you've given him material, you know? Yeah. We all fall down. We all didn't shot air balls. We all didn't trip and fell down the court. We all didn't miss dunks. But his antics and mishaps, it stands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I asked Al Harrington yesterday, man, so Al's a nice guy. Man, Al, cool, man. That's yeah. my guy. I saw him he was at my house last night. So me and Al having a debate about it, and Al's a nice guy. Okay. <laughs> I was the nice, like Shaq took it too far. Okay. And he's bullying the kid now and all that. I'm like, yeah. bullying? <laughs> so I asked Al, so when was the last time, or the first time, that you took the ball out of bounds on offense? <laughs> he told me never. I said, argument over. <laughs> you know, like, it's over now. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you've never done that, how can you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he should man up and just stop making those types of crazy mistakes. It's going, like, you're going to do stuff throughout your career that people are going to, it's going to be laughable. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You're out there, you're going to do something. Did you do anything? What was the Nothing, thing? I'm missing dunks and stuff okay. like that, okay. man. I remember a time in Utah, I was playing with the ball and the game was on the line. You know, I, I used to do this thing, like, I'm taking the ball out of bounds and the guy's on Defending. So I used to try to stick the ball out to get you to touch it. You know, it's a technical. Yeah, okay. So we in Utah. <laughs> I'm playing Matt Harper and it's in front of me. I dropped the ball. You put it out. The game is on. This game is close. This is a close game. <laughs> I put the ball out there to try to get him to touch it, and I dropped the ball. He wow. picks it up to get ready to lay it up, and I kind of contested. He missed yeah, the layup. Yeah, we yeah. win. In the locker room, like, guys was like, yeah, you keep messing around, you're going to cost us a game. And so they, they were on me. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, I could have cost us the game. Yeah. Me yeah. doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you do stuff throughout your career that's it's laughable. We missed dunks on, I didn't miss a dunk on the break by myself. Like, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it happened. We was in Milwaukee. Guys, ah, oh, you said, oh, like, yeah. get in the locker room. Guys, oh, yeah, yeah. You went as high as you thought you was, huh, big fella? <laughs> I'm like, it's, la- it's jokes, but 
the way I've always handled stuff, the way I was taught, if you got a problem with that man, go see him. Like, yo, man, you going to keep it up? Yeah. Like, well, ain't nothing wrong. Like, he don't want to go see Shaq. But, well, you invited him. <laughs> you invited him on the internet. On Twitter. On my mama. You know, yeah, you from, yeah, yeah, on yeah. my mama, yeah, you know yeah. what that means. Yeah. Listen, on my, so go see him if you got a problem with him. Ain't nobody got to know that y'all that you went and stepped to him. Yeah. Do it that way. Yeah. But now you get everybody involved. Now your mom involved, the internet bullying involved, TNT involved, Adam Silver. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Now you got a problem with that man, go see him. Let's get it. Now, I've heard, I've talked to people, mm. and they've said, like, fighting isn't uncommon either. Like, in practice or yeah. things like that. Is there a lot of fighting? I don't know if a lot is the Not right a lot. word, but... You've seen yeah, many fights. I've seen fights, been a part of fights in practice, fights in the locker room after games, teammates. Now, are there, because I've always said, like, the easiest place to get in a fight or act tough is on the court Definitely. in the game. Because you know it ain't Definitely. going nowhere. Somebody go break it up. Yeah. When you, in practice or the locker room, do they actually become like a real fight? Yeah, I've seen, I, I saw <laughs> my rookie year, uh, rookie year, yeah. My rookie, I saw Kendall Gill choke out Jill McIlvain in practice. Really? Yo. Kendall was tough. I know. He took all types of. Yeah, I don't know. He took karate <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, of that. He, he man. Took yeah, 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 he yeah, took yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. But he, yo, choked him out in practice one day. So what happened? What was this? Jim, well, no, Jim McIlvain was wild. Yeah, Elbowed yeah, yeah. him one day in practice. Elbowed him a couple times and Kendall got fed up. Okay. Yo, grabbed him, put him to the ground, man, and choked like, I kill like, you in here. <laughs> I kill you. Um. Other than myself, I uh, Nene grabbed Steve Blake by his throat one day in practice. Steve Blake's daddy was in practice watching practice in Denver. Wow. Grabbed his man by his throat and picked No, Nene got them big old hands, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Steve Blake picked that man up. Steve was punching him. And um, he was just holding yeah. him. <laughs> um, I mean, you knocked you did, you knocked out Nene. I don't yeah, know knocked him out. Yeah, but yeah. You, it was, it was yeah. a one-hitter quitter. <laughs> did I he actually him. fall? I hooked him. He grabbed his. He was leaking. Like okay. They sent okay. him to the optometry. They thought I broke his orbital bone. Wow. That but, was his rookie year. No, I think, that was right? my first year in Denver. Okay. I played. I was in Jersey, and that summer I signed with Denver. My after my fourth year, I signed with Denver. You know, he was yep. starting. Yep. Yep. He was starting at the time, and when I signed with Denver, we were playing open gym. This was before the season That's started. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was before the season yeah. started. We playing open gym. So the days I would play, he wouldn't play. He'd stay in the weight room. Really. And the days I wouldn't come to the gym or I wouldn't play, he would play. So, you know me, my thought process is like, you're avoiding me. Yeah, yeah. So I come to the gym late one day. And he's playing. He's playing. <laughs> so I'm like, All right, let me guard him. I guard him the same thing. We going back and forth, we hooping. So then he just started taking it. Like, he ain't really playing basketball. It's kind of getting a little so chippy. Okay. Like, feels going on mine, but you just, now you ain't. I, I stopped playing a few times. Like, listen, you're not playing basketball, man. Chill. I told everybody, listen. The coach in the gym, the GM, there's people watching us play. There's a Christian group. And it's all, <laughs> yo, they watching us open gym play. I stopped playing, man. Listen, you do it again, I'm going to punch you in your sh- Straight up. No ifs, fans, I'm going to yeah. punch you in your sh- You do it again. We go down, what he do? Going, I'm trying to box him out. He running out with his forearm in my head. Mm. I stand him up, hit him in his chest. Boom. He threw his hands up. That was it. Man, I turned everything into him. My hips, everything. Hook. Boom. <laughs> Hit him. That was he grabbed it. his eye. He was bleeding. His eyeball was fluttering like it was moving. <laughs> Yo, he grabbed his eye, was bleeding, and walked off. Wow. Wow. Now, they, like, I ain't, that was it. You know, for me, for my size, 
I'm a small he's, four. Because he's a lot I'm a small bigger than four. You. Yeah, he's, he's six, a lot 10, bigger. 6'10, 6 11, 270. Did, did, did that any thought go through your mind? Like, I was going to beat this the brakes off of him. huge. Listen, I wanted him to swing back, Chris. <laughs> I wanted him to swing back. I was going to embarrass him in there. Mm. Mm. He know like he practiced that karate, jujitsu, and yeah, all yeah. that. Oh, so he does. Yeah, he, he do all. That, okay. Yeah, he do all that. Okay. Where I'm from, I'm from the hood, man. You like, know crazy. You yeah, know karate, you know what I'm saying. You know like crazy. you throw your hands up to me. I guess he thought we was gonna jazz. I thought he was gonna he was gonna <laughs> throw his hands up, and I was gonna put my hand outside his, and we was gonna turn, and it was gonna be calculated. I'm gonna tell you right coming, left coming, <laughs> kick coming. Like no, bro. Yeah. You throw your hands up with me, we finna get it. Wow. So I punched him, and hey. That was it. And Kiki Vanderway was our GM at the time. I guess Nanny was doing that stuff to people before I got there. Throwing towels in people's face. All oh, kind of Yeah, okay. try. So Kiki, like, he barked up the wrong tree today. So he was happy that it yeah, was. Yeah, Kiki Vanderway was like, he barked up the wrong. This is exact wow. verbatim, word for word. Wow. He barked up the wrong tree today. Mm. Like, no, bro, I am not him. Yeah. So you so learn early. What was your relationship with, like, with him going forward? Was, I have no problem with Nanny. I mean, was it, was it. Was he uncomfortable around? No, I don't you know, think so. Or, uh, he, or he, he's not a big talker to begin with. Okay. Because the language barrier early on, he, he didn't really want to talk around people. Okay. So, for that reason, but every time I would you, talk to him, he would listen. You ain't have any more problems no, in Denver, like, No, no, not with him, man. After a while, like, we got, like, I think my last year, the year before, he popped fly one day on the bench or something, and I told him, all right, I whoop you your remember? ass again. <laughs> You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, me and um, yeah, me and RJ got into it in Portland. RJ, uh, Richard Jefferson. Now, not when y'all were teammates. In the game. Yeah, in the game. Okay, after the game. Oh, so what happened? Uh, we playing Portland. They beating us. We in Portland. Him and Bonzi going back and forth, cussing each other. I understand. So the ref tell me, "Can you, you get RJ under control, man? I'm gonna give him one." I go to RJ, yo, man, like, like chill, man, the game mm -hmm. over, man, ain't worth it, man, ref finna kick you out. Yeah. Oh, he turned to me and, F you. <laughs> huh? You, who you, don't, talking to me, I'm on your team. <laughs> man, shut you ain't talking, like, he going off, I'm like, all right, cool. We getting, man, game over, as soon as he get in the locker room, I go out there. Just and, got up in his face. No, I, in his face. Oh, you went at I him. I went after him. You ain't finna talk to me. I'm, I'm trying to got your back out here. Wow. Yeah, I went dead out there. So what'd you, you do, swing? tackle him? No, swing? I don't swing. I don't tackle, man. You grab me during the fight, man. I'm going to try to rip your you head You a striker. Off. Yeah, I'm going to punch him, <laughs> man. He swung back. We landed. And he, I landed a few. He landed. But Aaron Williams came in to break it up, and Train grabbed me, and I like, all right, I don't want no problem there. No, Aaron strong as strong yeah, as they yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Williams grabbed you, let me get your attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that happened, man. We ain't having no problems after that. We talked about it. It, it was what it was. You know what I'm saying? We got heated, but I wasn't finna have you disrespecting me in the game. I'm trying. I got your back out here. Like me and Tracy still. Me and Tracy cool. Me and Tracy, Tracy McGrady. So y'all got in a fight? Yeah, I Tracy. Um, when I was in Denver, um, I'm at Jersey. Tracy pump fake. I went. I already had a reputation. He felt the way. He pump fake. I was coming down. He was going up, and I fouled him hard. I went yeah. out. I knocked the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, he felt the way. Came up. We swung a few times. Corey McGetty. I just saw Corey the other day. Me and him had the little joint. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But other than that, man, yeah, everybody I've had got into it with or had some type of beef with it over the years, we've seen part of the battle, games, yeah. this, that, and the third. Never spilled over to off the court or nothing like that. Like, and RJ, that didn't hurt y'all as a team. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it happened. 
And we played the next game, yeah. man. Like, there nobody, there wasn't no hard feelings, man. Like, but it, it, I'm sorry, for me, it happened. Uh, we can get it out the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't going to let it linger on. Like, yeah. we can get it out the way and just move on. But if, if I feel it need to be handled, then we're going to handle it. We can either talk about it or yeah. we can, I'm saying it can be physical. I remember in 2010, I actually broke this story, April Fool's Day. <laughs> you know where I'm going. <laughs> the ball or former ball boy for the, yeah, for the, uh, the Nuggets. Yeah. So uh-huh. he, put, he put, you had a Range Rover. Was it white? White with white interior. White interior. And he put, he filled it with buttered popcorn. He so, filled it with, so what do you, when you see that, man, and I know you went like, hey, whoever oh, did this, oh, we're yeah, going to say, like, yeah, how, yeah. Uh, what'd you feel when you saw that? Like, so to start, so to start the day, I'll give you the whole April Fool's okay. day. So since, you know, veterans, we all know, gets four drug tests during the year. Steven Jackson just put it out there, so I can yeah, speak yeah, on yeah, this morning. Yeah. So vets get four drug tests. So most vets, they happy they get their fourth. Saying they free ram to do whatever yeah. they choose to do, whatever this, that, and the third. All right, I know this, so so April Fool's come. Guys on their third test. I know the guys who won't maybe partake, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tell Jim Gillen was the trainer. He used to get the names, guys who got to get drug tests. Put certain guys' names on the board. Drug tests. Okay. Right? Now, you telling him this as an April Fool's joke. It's a joke. Okay. This, okay. Is, this is an April Fool's joke. Okay. Right? Okay. We got shoot-around. Guys come in the locker room for shoot-around. They name on the board. Guys drinking dumb water, Gatorades, <laughs> trying to get ready to go pee for the man. Right? <laughs> they come in the locker room after shoot-around. Ain't no names on the board. April Fool's. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> guys, all right, cool. It's yeah, a joke. Yeah. yeah. Got a game yeah. that night. I'm not playing. I'm in a suit. I take my car keys, phone, everything, leave it in my locker. I don't want to stuff in my pockets. Leave it in my locker. Yeah. After the game, I'm first one out. I ain't play. I'm getting home. I'm bring it in there. I go to my car. I hit the unlock button. It don't unlock. So I'm already thinking. Yeah, I lock yeah. my car every time. Well, no. hmm. I get to my car and open the door. Popcorn just. <laughs> <laughs> I take my suit jacket off, throw it in the car. I actually throw it on the hood of the car. I don't even throw it on the hood of the car, went in the locker room, put on some basketball shoes. I had on just like this. I put on some basketball shoes. And who did it? You ain't laughing. No, this is, ain't, there ain't no joking at this point. Who did it? Where they at? Run the cameras back. I know you got cameras on the parking lot. Who did it? I'm in the locker room. I am going... I'm walking around that joint listen. On 10. <laughs> 10. Threatening anybody listening. Anybody can get it at that particular time. Like I told him, listen, y'all got a certain amount of time to call. First of all, y'all go clean my car out. Y'all got a certain amount of time from they get done till I get home to call me and tell me who did it. So they call, they look, they look, so they bring they the tapes back. Tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just the ball boy, this, that, and the third. So they go get him. He, he's right off top. He ripped. JR told me to do it. <laughs> I didn't want JR put me because he was running around JR. He was running behind JR the whole time. He was JR's driver at that point. JR right? put me up to it, this, that, and the third. So what's JR? I didn't know what you, because JR just moved. Yeah. What's JR's address? Can you, can you please? No. What's his address? Mm. I'm going over there. 
I'm on my, hey, what's his address? Can, can you please, Stan Kroenke called, Josh Kroenke, Jim, everybody calling. Can, can you please don't do this? Really? Can you please don't go over this man? Like, I'm, I'm calling everybody I know, won't nobody give me the address. We're going to pay to get your car detail. We're going to take it out of JR. Check, <laughs> this, that, and the third. Yeah. I was going to hurt JR. Did you get you, so you, what you did you go? No, over no, there? no, no, no. They, they talked me off the ledge, man. But they I was all gonna, but bought you a new car. Yeah, right? basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they redid, yeah, they, yeah. They had to real post on my whole inside, man. So when you saw Jr. the next time, what was? But he apologized. It, yeah. it went too far. You know what I'm saying he understood it went too far. Yeah, but I, I was gonna hurt Jr. Man, Ooh. like I was, I really would have, like they would have to trade Jr. Probably well, one of us. <laughs> No, because it would have been bad. Like I really would have went out yeah, my way to do something bad going. to Jr. Man. Okay. Like seriously, I would. That like, was you the know, most serious you've been with. With, with, with yeah, team, one of my yeah. teammates. Okay. Far as me want to do, yeah, yeah. I was because you don't do like nah, bro. Yeah. Like, like, and then everybody was like, "Yo, why Kenya? Of all people." Did he ever? Did you ever get an explanation? Like, no, it was. Just, he thought it was I just a joke. Thought it was funny. He thought it was a ha ha ha. Like no, that ain't no joke, bro. Like you damaging property. That I yeah. paid my hard earned money for. Yeah. So therefore, like I wanted to see him. They yeah. talked me off the ledge. I just. Yeah, I would have, yeah. It would have been like, <laughs> like, see, like, it, it would have took, like, they probably would have, yeah, his dad or something. They would probably have to call his dad in order to intervene or something because I, yeah, I, I probably would hurt Jr. Serious. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was that mad. Is um, Melo, he's, you know, been in the news. Yeah. Knicks were trying to trade him. What's he like as a teammate? Is he misunderstood? Do people have the right impression? What do you think? Um, I pl- I've played with Melo, like, eight years of, of his career. Um, right in his prime, I Yeah, and I think I know Melo pretty well. Um, I'm a pretty good judge of character and people. Yeah, Melo is misjudged to, uh, in this aspect. Like, Melo cares. Mm-hmm. Melo wants to win. Um, Melo thinks he's the best shot at winning. Um, it's and hard to turn won. that off. Yeah. And you win. Yeah. Until you win and win that championship as a freshman. You know, it's kind of hard to turn that off. You come into the league, your rookie year, team been in the basement. Yeah. You make the playoffs your rookie year. People forget that, yeah. Bron didn't make the playoffs their rookie year. He turned around. You know? Yep. So Melo made the playoffs every year he was in Denver. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So when everything is going through you, going through you, and it's hard to turn that off. Like, he wants to win, but his way of going about it is just different than the way LeBron goes about it or the way D-Wade goes about it. It's a time where you have to maybe take a back seat, tone some of it down, like, well, I do need this guy to do this or this guy to score a little more, this guy. You mentioned George Carl. That yeah. was the, the coach in Denver. Um, I, we know he said stuff about mm-hmm. the fatherlessness and yeah, all that that's stuff. Yeah, that's... Um, I, you're a great father. You yeah. mentioned earlier five yeah. kids. Did that – is that part of why it rubbed you the wrong way too? Because he yeah. should know. He probably knows how you are with your yeah, kids. I mean. Yeah, like that part of it, like for me to be a father, me to be there for my kids and know what it is to be without one, Yeah. for one. And for two, I think I took it as he was taking shots at my mom. Like yeah. from the things we went through when I was a kid and for me to be here, at, <laughs> she did a great job. Yeah. Like, I didn't need no father there growing up. I didn't need no dad there growing up. I turned out all right. Yeah. And for you to say those things, I felt like you was disrespecting her and taking shots at her. And and it's been documented how I feel about my mother. You know, like, I, <laughs> no one, I'm not going to let you disrespect my mom. I don't yeah. care who you are. Owners of teams, players, 
team, whoever, I don't care. Not gonna disrespect my mother, and you're not gonna disrespect my kids. Yeah. Not going for it. Yeah. Nothing nobody can say about me going. I've developed thick skin over the years. It is what it is. But her. Yeah. She's not in the position or the platform to defend herself. You know, so I'm I was there and here to speak up for her and the job that she did and my sister helped her do mm-hmm. and getting me here. Yeah. And and I wasn't gonna let George tarnish that. He what was he like as a coach? Terrible. Really? And you know, he's regarded as one of the wins best. don't George's been blessed throughout his career with great talent. He'd stop. So what is okay? So what's he telling y'all? Like okay, what's your offensive game plan? What's your system? You know, what's your so we just got game? done talking about Melo's our primary score, right? Yeah. You don't come out and run two of the first three plays of the game for your primary score. You don't do that. He's gonna get his. Mm-hmm. Cleveland right now, they first five six yeah. plays for Kevin Love. Yeah. 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 Got to get him going. Our chances of winning with him getting off early are great. You know? Yeah, yeah. George used to come out and script two of the first three plays for Melo. And he used to come out and give me this sympathy play, my <laughs> hand back out to me. You keep the sympathy play, man. I told him, I don't want your damn play, man. The sympathy play. Because mm. you feel bad because I, do, I do everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm guarding the best player. I'm saying, passing yeah. ball, making all the right plays, leading your team, doing all that. Now you want to give me a, throw me a bone. Wow. Here you go. No, but that's stuff like, seriously, man. We never. Worked on that stuff, man. You feel like y'all could have won a championship? That, that was him. a talented team. Yes. We had talent, man. We never became a team because it wasn't demanded us to become a team. You know? Like, when you have leadership as a coach and you being held accountable and stuff is going on in your locker room and you there and you and you got the pulse and you dealings with your players and on a personal level and, yeah, guys, yeah, but it was none of that going on, man. Like George used to walk in the locker room and I speak to people, man. Like all kind of stuff going on, but it was just basketball. It was just disharmony. Up yeah, there. man. Like you falling out out in your seat, man. Guys miss a shot, turn the ball over. You, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Like really? Come on, man. Like, like you do. Like I got fed up, man. He did it one day, and I went over and said something to him. Fall out of your seat again when I do something. <laughs> Go have a problem, man. Like, yeah, we all miss shots. We all turn the ball over. We ain't ain't nobody out here perfect. So what were y'all thinking when he he got a lot of accolades, as I said, throughout his career, but in Denver too. Like when you see us, the media, praising, praising him, what are you, the players thinking at that point? We did our jobs as players. He didn't go out there and play. Like we did our jobs as players, man. Despite having that handicap over there. Wow. No, I looked at George as a handicap. Like he, so this isn't personal. You just, just a basketball, basketball. Like if his book would have just been about basketball, like I don't, I don't like the way Kenyon played. Yeah. Or Melo, A. I. J. Up. Cool. I don't like the way you coach. It's even. <laughs> but like I said, out of bounds thing. Don't have out of bounds plays. Y'all just never. That was a root. We, just, no, you don't have out of bounds plays. No, just one of them things. Especially game on the line. We knew Melo was gonna pop. We got the ball or whatever. Underneath out of bounds, we just take other teams' plays. <laughs> True facts. You know, I man, you've been around the game. You know, you in practice, man. You work on time, score, situations. You up three, down four. Time three minutes to go, thirty seconds to go. How you mm-hmm. play it out? What you gonna do? No timeouts. We never worked on that. Six and a half years of Georgia's in Denver. Wow. 
We never worked on it. We asked him to work on this, went to him like, yo, well, this is stuff we need to do. Out of bounds plays, time score situation. Oh, well, just so play what, fast. What'd y'all work on? Just what, play what? fast. <laughs> play fast, man. 30 layups, 30 free throws. You got a chance to win. Well, how about the defensive end? philosophy. How about the defensive now, end? Now, defense, he was known for some trapping and stuff. No, I put that in. I put that in. Me running at Kobe. Kobe out there torching us. So you just start Run at him. him yourself. Yes. Oh, okay, I like, so. I, I, I like that. We're going to start doing that. <laughs> sure job. Who, who was, who's the best team? And you played with some great ones. Yeah. Who's the best teammate you ever played with? Teammate? Um, wow. J-Kid, Melo, AI, Chauncey. I mean, you played with some great ones. If you just going off raw talent and get it done, AI. Okay. Like, just get go out and get it done. And just pure ability. Don't need to work on nothing, AI. J-Kid, because I was probably, because J-Kid helped me get to where I need to get to mm-hmm. in a way that he understood my game and the way I needed to get where I need to get the ball and things that need to motivate me. So I would probably say J-Kid in that aspect. Um, but it's, like I said, some of the guys like Chauncey, man, I, I, I hold in high regard. Yeah. Like I respect Chauncey, like to the utmost, man. Um, yeah, but but if I would have to pick one, I would probably say J. Kidd. If I if it was a yeah, quite, yeah I, I would probably have to say J. Kidd for what I got out of us being teammates. Yeah, he was like the perfect point guard for you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you ran man, and just used what I did well. Yeah, you know, I was I was I was an animal on the defensive end, and he rewarded me with I'm saying running yeah, the floor and yeah. and making sure that like if I had a small on me or somebody he knew couldn't guard me, yeah, he made sure I hey. On the post, yeah. like wouldn't throw it to me if I wasn't in good position, stuff like that, man. That I learned how to, how to play and, and just and, and, and just go, and then I think he did that for me because, just coming like we traded J Kid for Steph. I I don't think I would have got that out of Steph. Mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah. I, I wouldn't have got that out of Steph on Marbury. I don't think because you were only was, with him what a dude, year. Yeah, that yeah. was my rookie year, and I just didn't get that that vibe. Because he's a scorer, but, yeah. but but then too, Steph is Steph at that time was out for Steph. It was all about Stefan. It wasn't about the Nets. It wasn't about nobody else. It was about it was about Stefan, and and I think that's it was one of the things that the, why they needed to trade him. Yeah, played with Stefan Marbury, yeah. and I you know I covered Steph with the Nets before you got yeah. there, and. I think he's a Hall of Fame talent, there's no question. Definitely. But he obviously had his issues with teammates, and he, I don't think he ended up being what he could have been. What was it like playing with him? Me coming in as a, a rookie playing with Steph, um, didn't know what to expect, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's my first year in the NBA, but I had guys who had been around the league for a while with not the, the name, so to speak, of yeah. Steph. Guys like... Johnny Newman and Sherman Douglas and Lucius Harris and yeah, so and I had those guys as vets. Okay. To look at and compare to Steph, you know. Then it had it was like Steph was the man on the team, yeah. but it was a different, different vibe and different rapport that I got from them than I did from Steph, and it just I, I got it as Steph was there for Steph, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and can't knock him, can't. Pray, but it, it was what it was, you know, yeah. and, it, and it just didn't start my rookie year. 
No, no. You know, no. so like you said, you covered him before. Yeah. I got there, so it was it was it it, it 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 was one of those things, and and just like it, it's him and the entourage of people, family, like everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I think that played a part in his being that way. being his being that way and his sort of quote unquote sort of speak demise of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Where teams didn't want to deal with him anymore and yeah. things like that. So I think it was a lot of it is him, a lot of his his family and people surrounding him and. He was the only one of his brothers to make it big, yeah. so there was a lot of pressure there, and a lot of um, people looking at it for different things, and and in, and him being in that that metro place, I think hurt. Being at home, being yeah. at home hurt because mm-hmm. people, you know I'm saying you're accessible to everybody, yeah. you know. So I think that kind of played a factor in it. Yeah, I don't know. He like you said at that age, maybe he couldn't control it. Because I remember I was there the night they drafted you, and he was there at the Nets. They had this big party. And he was hyped about you. Yeah. He was like, and I hate to use this just yeah. the way he said, yeah. yo, we found, we got a thug. Like, yeah. this is what we needed, yeah. you know. Did he embrace you? He didn't embrace you like that initially? Because I would have thought he would, because he was for really the most hyped. part, For the most part, but he was still about Steph, yeah. you know. Now, yeah. I'm a rookie. You know, they got the whole rookie thing. But for the most part, yes. But it was just, it was a disconnect. I didn't mm-hmm. feel connected to Steph to a, to a certain degree in that. I was young, I'm 22 coming in, man, and I'm number one pick. I, I'm not walking around like I'm better than yeah. nobody, but yeah. I'm still, you know, I expect to be treated a certain way and stuff like that. And we had incidents here and there, little spats, him saying stuff that I o- overlooked a few times. But mm-hmm. but it was just it was just one of the things. It, it wasn't no connection there. You yeah. know, so there, there was no connection. Basketball wise, you know what I'm saying so. I think that's what was most important. Whether we got along on the court or whether we yeah. can yeah. Um, coincide with one another, and I don't think it it was gonna work in that aspect. And they made a move. Who's your Who's on your Mount Rushmore players? Four your top four players of all time. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a Detroit bad boys fan. <laughs> you knew that about me, man. Nah, I mean, you from Dallas, so I why, grew, why actually, the bad I grew, boys? Actually, I, I was born in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh, wow. Was Where, how old Saginaw. were you when you I moved? I was young. I was young. I wasn't into basketball when I moved, but but my grandmother then was a basketball fan, so she sent me T-shirts, posters, and all that with Detroit bad boys on it. Okay. Detroit bad boys. Okay. Detroit. So when I got old enough to watch it, late yeah. 80s, early 90s, when they was – Yep, uh, yep, the wrecking yep, shop, yep, yep, going yep, after yep. people's scalp. Everybody <laughs> was Jordan, 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 Jordan. I'm Isaiah and Joe, 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 Joe. You know. Did that affect how you played? I think so. Because you played with that me, type yeah, of tenacity. Me, I, I, I think so. Me approaching that way, and then just knowing I got to lead. That's the way they did it. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I'm gonna do it. Okay. But it was a different time here, and this, that, and the third. But Isaiah Thomas. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. Luau Sender. Okay. Uh, okay. Kareem, man, it's just for what he did, and and no one has tried to recreate that that hook shot, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know so why. Change the game. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Michael Jordan. Just, I was obviously. wondering that, if you was that competitive. Get to, no, no, of course that. not. There's no particular <laughs> order with this. Okay. Um, there's no particular order, and for me to fill my last spot, the ultimate, come, it's like a Bill Russell, man. Like okay. it's. Like those guys, like the winners, and played the game the right way and competed, man. Um, I can go a little further, but if I had to pick four, Zeke would definitely. I'm an Isaiah Thomas fan. I, yeah, I, I think he gets 
underrated. I think he's the best small player ever. Yeah, ever, man. Um, yeah. And people, because... They, Everything that happened. Yeah, afterwards, yeah, they, they yeah, don't rate him where they should. Yeah, I'm, I'm an Isaiah Thomas fan, man. I love Joe Dumars, what he did, brought to the table. But hey, I'm a Zeke fan, yeah. man. People, nah, I'm, I'm, man. I told this story. People, um, Me and Michael Rappaport got the little show we doing. Um, you remember when Isaiah Thomas, um, Carl Malone split Isaiah yeah, Thomas yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave him 40 yep. stitches? Yep, yep, yep. I went upside Carl Malone head for that. Really? It was way after the fact. <laughs> I wasn't even in the league then. He didn't know. He, you wasn't in the league. Wait, well, when, so, he, when I when when oh, Carl was, split Isaiah Thomas over, I wasn't in the league then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But I went after him. So what? For what that happened? reason, he was on a break, man. And we was losing. We was in Jersey. He went on a break, man. He was on getting ready later. John Stockton dying him on the bounce pad, and I went upside his head Hammer. on a break. Boom. Not a basketball player. Not at he all. Just straight. Yeah, straight went after him. <laughs> Old school style. Wow. And he didn't do nothing. Really? He didn't even like. He laid on the ground, man. What'd that tell you? What Le- in your mind? You... Leaks off. Wow. If he was big and, and he bad. He was one of the big, yeah. He big and bad and all the muscles, supposedly. And he didn't do nothing. Jared Sloan came out there. Oh, I'll kick your ass, you do that. <laughs> Head coach. But when, wow. when, when Carl didn't get up, though, that changed my perception about the NBA. Wow. Definitely changed my perception about the NBA. Then you was like, man, I'm. I can do whatever. I can do whatever from here. Wow. I can do whatever. What year I want were to. you? My second year. Second year. Wow. Might have, might have been my first, but I, I'm pretty sure it was my second year. But yeah, wow. man, I went dead after Carl, man. Now, did you say anything to him like that's why? No, no, yeah. I was waiting on him to so get he up. Don't even. <laughs> I was waiting on him to get up so we can. I'm, I'm yeah, used to yeah, NBA yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm used to. You hit somebody, they get up, and you go after yeah. it. That's what I was waiting on. I was waiting on the comeback. But that's respect for you. He must have. Yeah, like he didn't do nothing, man. And I was like, oh, wow. Did you say later in the game? So you guarding him. Yeah, no, they kicked me out of the game, actually. Oh, they got <laughs> that was Definitely was a flagrant, too. <laughs> Definitely was a flagrant, too. <laughs> so your night was done. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, yeah, that was my night. Was I had a ner- early. That was one of them 11. Je- that was one of my 11 I had throughout my career. <laughs> My, my last thing I want to ask you about, and we talked about AI yeah. early. He's in the yeah. big three. What was he like in practice? Because that's the whole AI thing, practice. <laughs> he is my guy. Um, <laughs> Allen Iverson is my guy. So let's start with training camp. Let's consider practice. AI, he's the guy who would not do anything all summer. Oh, Okay and come to training camp and play itself in the shape. Did it in Denver, which I thought was impossible to do because <laughs> of the altitude, yeah, yeah, but he did yeah. it. When he w- th- wasn't always um, in attendance. Okay. <laughs> but he, it wasn't, he wasn't absent, so to speak. So like, he would be there? But no, no, like not- he would call in. He wasn't okay. in attendance. He would call in if he wasn't going to make it and – but the days he would practice, he'd go. Him and, like, he'd go. So how often? Hard to get him off the court. Once he's practicing. Yeah, once he's on there, it's hard to get him off. He okay. want to go. He going to go, 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 go. But. How often like, was he not there? If you had to give me a. Uh, seven days a week. He was maybe two days a week. He missing two. Probably. Wow. Now, how y'all his teammates? What y'all? I ain't, you didn't care, man. It's AI. Because you know he getting, okay. He gonna come AI just. He going to come out and give you 30. <laughs> 
y'all must have, y'all must have rolled. You talked about joking earlier. Yeah. I know y'all must have rolled AI about the practice stuff. Oh yeah, man. All Actually, the time. Yeah, it was that man. Just jokes, man. Just here and there, like you know, we got practice when we get in. <laughs> just joking. Man. Just here and there. But yeah, it was it's funny, man. Just to hear, like, cause you talk to him about it, and you know the real story. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we know everything that led up to that. You have conversations, so everything that led up to that particular yeah. press conference. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's part of history real, man. It's never going to go anywhere. It's like Jim Moore's playoff <laughs> rant. Yep, yep, you know what yep, I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. Um, Dennis Green. Yep. It's, like, it's one of Crown those. Them. Yeah, yep. It's one of those that, that's going to always stand out amongst press conferences and not a game. Not, not a, game, a game. Not a game. Like, and that was just like just hearing it over and over and over. I was like, yo, this is the best yeah. ever. All right, Kenya, man. I man, appreciate we, great stories, appreciate brother. It, and, a lot uh, more, man. Let's do this again, yeah, man. We, like, yeah, we got to sure. pick this back up, man. For we sure, do it again, man. man. I'm, it was cool, man. I enjoyed yeah. this. Good. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, man. Love. Thanks, brother. All right. For real.